In this special edition of the Real Trending Podcast, we're speaking to real estate leaders on what they're doing to minimize the impact of coronavirus on their businesses. We'll talk about the actions they're taking, lessons learned, and more. This is Tracy Velt, Editor-in-Chief of Content for Real Trends. Today, we're speaking to Dennis Degnan and Amy Saylor, co-founders of Key Realty in Ohio and Michigan. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So tell me a little bit about your brokerage and your geographic footprint and then your status um, during this pandemic as far as real estate being essential or not in your area. Okay. So we, we started in Toledo, Ohio in 2008 as a direct response to the recession. Uh, Dennis and I had both been in the business for a number of years, and uh, we weren't unhappy with our broker, but, but we were definitely looking for ways to uh, – cut our costs at that time. Uh, so we opened Key Realty to save ourselves and our friends some money. And our business model is a, is a low-cost, full-service full brokerage uh, with a small physical footprint that was specifically designed to uh, reduce overhead, basically. And since then, we've expanded into 16 markets throughout Ohio and Michigan. Uh, as far as um, being essential, we are essential in Ohio, but in Michigan, our agents aren't allowed outside, although as of uh, two days from now, May 7th, that will change, and they, they will be allowed to do business. Okay, great. Um, so tell me a little bit about how your market's doing, and I know that it's different, obviously, in each of the states, so we can talk specifically about Ohio versus Michigan. Um, your pendings for May, how business has been impacted? Well, the, uh, the, we were very, very surprised by April, actually. Uh, it looked like a normal April, normal closings, and pretty close to normal activity in spite of the fact that we were shut down pretty much in Michigan. Um, the agents have been very creative in their use of technology through virtual showings and that sort of thing. So uh, April looked pretty solid, and uh, I was just reading that mortgage applications are up 12%. Um, the challenge that we have right now is that uh, there's a tremendous lack of inventory. It's almost uh, 2008 turned inside out, and this has become more acute as sellers have taken their homes off the market. But what we're seeing is something I've been seeing. I've been doing this for over 40 years. And, and what you're seeing is a, a fairly typical downturn reaction. We're 15 to 30%. Uh, but there's our industry's always been grounded in something called the, what we call the must-move market, where people still have to move regardless, job changes, life events, et cetera. So it's been a little bit of a slowdown. We're uncertain as to where we're going in May. It's so early in the month that it's difficult to predict where we're going, but uh, that's where we are currently. Okay, great. So obviously when this all came about, I'm sure you took some business steps um, to lessen the impact on the company. So tell me what some of those steps were, and were you forced to do any layoffs? Okay, we were... Um, well, we did a number of things. One of them was that we have a free continuing education video series online throughout Ohio and Michigan called Key Education Online. And we offer that free to key agents and uh, as, a, as a cost item for agents outside of the company. We chose 
um, as a contribution to the industry and a response to the crisis to make that program available and open to all agents throughout Ohio and Michigan. And as a result of that, we've saved uh, current to date. We've been very surprised and delighted by the response. We've saved the agents in the uh, area over $22,000 in CE costs. Um, Additionally, we donated $10,000 worth of uh, career apparel face masks to our agents, and uh, we, we were fortunate to have a fellow named Joe Aubring, our, our operations director, and he's, a, he's an MBA, and together with a couple of other guys, put together what we call the COVID Resource Center, and this is uh, on our website in the knowledge base, and it has any and all information that we can find that we think is useful to the agents, and that's been really wonderful in terms of being able to direct the agents to um, the, the, the kind of deployment that they need in order to deal with PPP and the EIDL and some of the issues that have come about as a result of the virus. We also put together a virtual um, program called Any Wednesdays, where at 3 o'clock in the afternoon we have uh, key what we call key stars, in other words, highly productive agents, national speakers, and coaches on there and we interview them and that's really been kind of a we were really surprised when that happened the first time we had a zoom call we had over 300 people on there out of a thousand agents and amy and i were laughing because we said we would never had 300 people on any kind of a any at any kind of an event anywhere in the company ever so um we our response uh, to a virtual environment has surprised and delighted us because we have two to three times as many attendees as we would normally expect at a live event. So that's kind of surprised us, and it's been really kind of fun to keep be. It's been an instrumental part of us keeping our community together. And we also deployed a virtual design center through, uh, through some folks out in California where they can print postcards and flyers and do Facebook posts and a, a whole host of other things. Um you know, from the comfort and safety of their home, as they say. And uh, that's been a hit as well. Um, so those are the really the highlights of what we've tried to do to, to help them uh, cope with what they're dealing with, to provide them with the emotional support and the resources that they need to move forward. So, Okay. Now, have you taken any, um, have you done any, you know, surgery on your budget or had to do any layoffs? Uh, yes, <laughs> so I'll handle that question. Um, we, okay. uh, I'm sure, like like everyone, we we went through our expenses looking for fat, which you know that always seems to accumulate in the good times. And so we did cut some expenses, but mostly, as Dennis mentioned, we've been adding things that we believe will help our agents through this crisis. Um, our our company has always had a, a strong virtual presence, so. We really didn't have to change a lot about how we disseminate information. Uh, we just can't get together as much. Um, the the only thing we, we did have to cut as far as personnel goes is uh, we have a compliance department. We have about eight people whose only job it is is, um, is to review files, um, review files for compliance and pay our agents. So we did have to cut those people down to half time, but they are still working. Okay, great. 
Um, so obviously the market is slowly reopening in a lot of different areas. You said in Michigan, uh, well, Ohio, it's, it's essential. So you've, you haven't really stopped doing business, although I'm sure it's changed. Michigan will come back online soon. So what are you doing to prepare your agents, and what are you expecting business to be like in the next couple of months? Uh, well, for, for many of our agents, the, the Ohio market, for example, the, the market's still open. And uh, we recently just interviewed one agent who has 17 contracts pending right now. Uh, his previous record was 15 last summer. So uh, they are still doing business, and obviously that is not the norm, especially for our Michigan agents. Um, but but they're pretty creative in, in how they can still continue to to do business. Um, we are encouraging them to reach out and stay in touch with past clients, with their sphere of influence, because uh, people still need to move. Um, and, you know, I, I think that um, as we get through this crisis, there's going to be a lot of pent-up demand. So, so we choose to be optimistic about the market and, and are hopeful that that pent-up demand will pave the way for a very lucrative third and fourth quarter. Um, but the the truth is not every anyone knows what the no one knows what the uh, economy will will look like and you know when it's all said and done you know what what the status of the stock market will be or all that but um, I think Dennis you had some ideas on on this as far as there being a difference between the stock market and the real estate market and what that would look like. Well the. The stock market, I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen out there or with the general economy, but I think the real estate market itself is going to remain relatively stable unless we reach really, really catastrophic levels of unemployment. And so we're basically asking the agents to focus on growing their social sphere of influence and making sure that they remain productive during this challenging time. And I, I think our message to the agents is there's a difference between the real estate market and the economy and the stock market. Those are three separate and distinct environments, and we feel that the real estate market going forward will be relatively solid. Yeah, I you know I I agree with you. Um, you know I think we had good fundamentals beforehand, so um, yeah. I, it will be different though. So let's talk about. Are there any new protocols you're putting in place for agents, um, like new showing protocols that require masks or gloves or anything um, specific to that that you're that you're putting out there? Well, right now we we're tomorrow when we have our Wednesday call, we're deploying a detailed protocol for buyers and sellers. The playing field is shifting somewhat. And obviously we want to abide by the state rules, and for now that means no open houses in Michigan. Although in Ohio, it's more ambiguous about this as an activity. Our, our policy, we're not going to have a policy against open houses, but we're certainly going to have a guideline that strongly discourages them. For example, I had an agent who wanted to have an open house on the weekend, and she said, well, I can keep social distancing in place. And I said, well, okay, if you're in the back bedroom and there's two people there and they're, you're all being socially distant and all of that, and eight more people pile on the front door, how are you going to handle that? So we have not been able to come up with a comfortable recommendation to them as to how to control traffic in an open house well enough to protect themselves and uh, the people that are coming through the front door. So 
we don't we don't think we're going to do that one but we're also big fans of virtual tours we're there's a new phenomenon in Ohio especially called virtual open houses that we've met that's been deployed that has met with some success so we're kind of learning as we go but I you know I think the number one focus of the company if we have one in responding to this is to ensure the safety of the agents and their clients and their families and um, we feel very very strongly that they can and will be they will be able to work in a safe environment provided that they're careful and deliberate deliberate about their behaviors and we're um, we're placing a lot of emphasis on that because we feel that it's our responsibility. Sometimes it's our responsibility to protect agents from themselves, and uh, we feel very strongly that that's our role right now. So, okay, great. Um, so let's set the numbers aside for a moment. My last question is really just tell me a little bit about what you feel and how your agents are feeling about um, everything that has happened over the course of the last couple of months? Well, uh, I ask this question regularly. We we have different ways we check in with our agents, and we'll, we'll call them personally, and we, we check in with them via social media and all of that. And, you know, the reviews are mixed. Um, people have good days and bad days. Um, the weather here has been chilly, and, and when it's cloudy, it, it doesn't help the mood. So, um, you know, we encourage them to be okay with an occasional bad day. I think one thing um, we all need to do during this time is is grieve the loss of our, what our lives used to be, and and that's okay. Um, but But we also have a job to do, and as self-employed people, we don't have the luxury of just laying around in bed waiting for this to pass. So... Um, you know, we've we've encouraged them to take this time, learn new skills, strengthen your systems, reconnect with your sphere of influence, and prepare yourself to emerge stronger and and ready to seize the day. So, um, you know, and and our agents seem to be doing that. But like I said, it it you know, I think we all have our ups and downs during this time. Yeah, definitely. Um, the one last question, actually, that I meant to ask you earlier, but have you applied for um, the payroll protection, and have you received anything? And then have you have you encouraged your agents to apply for any of the the emergency um, grants and loans? Yes, especially in Michigan, as basically they were shut down up there. We encourage them whenever and wherever possible to apply for. Um, the programs that have come out for the virus relief. And then in addition to that, we've been trying to coaching that, coach them into the 401k access programs, et cetera. One of the things that I think has gone a little unnoticed in the industry is the fact that you can borrow up to $100,000 out of your 401k, not pay any interest on it. And if you pay it back within three years, there's no problems with it whatsoever. So um, that's, yes, we've been a, we've had a very proactive posture in terms of providing the agents with the information necessary to take advantage of those programs. And some of them have said to us, well, I don't think I need it. And I say, well, take it. And then if you don't need it, just give it back. Don't worry about it. So. In yeah. Other words, and what about you as a company? Uh, we, I, did we ever apply for that thing? Uh, yes. We applied for the $10,000 grant or whatever, 
mm-hmm. two or three weeks ago, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll re- be able to receive it, and as a result of that, defray some of our employee costs, et cetera. So, okay. And then the payroll protection, uh, I know a lot of brokerages have been applying for that. Uh, it's, it's actually forgivable if you keep your, uh, your employees that you do have um, working. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you've applied for that or not. But I always confuse the two, frankly. I, I think the one that mm-hmm. we applied for was a $10,000 grant. Yeah, and, that's the emergency loan. Yeah, I can't the IDL. Called, yeah, yeah. We did not apply yeah. for payroll yeah. protection, so. You know, okay. our company is a little bit different financial footprint than most brokerages. We don't have the huge overheads and things. It's a comp- it's yeah. a different kind of business model. So we don't have okay. some of the uh, s- the stressors that uh, the traditional brokerages have right now. Yeah, well, great. So it sounds like you guys are, are doing well, and it sounds like you're really connecting with your agents, which is super important right now. Um, thank you so much for joining Real Trends on our, our podcast, and um, I wish you both well. Thank you very much. You have a great day. Okay. Thank you.